Superpowered bears? Giant crab statue? Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is science news. This is from sciencealert.com. The headline is, hibernating bears have a secret superpower hiding in their blood. Oh. What's in there? (laughs) I feel like we might have actually talked about this before, or maybe something similar, or maybe I just read something we didn't talk about on the podcast. I don't remember. We've talked about bear hibernation. Or some kind of, or, well, we talked about snake hibernation in our snake oh. mini-sode and how they don't actually hibernate. They just sit there. <laughs> they brewmate. Brewmate, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's, anyway. That's the only hibernation-related thing I can think of in recent memory, but it's, we've also talked a lot about bears, so who knows. Yeah, I don't know. It just, like, it rang a bell for me, but I don't know. Maybe I, I just had read something about this before. So anyway. There's something in the blood of black bears that allows them to hibernate for seven months a year while still remaining fit and healthy. Scientists aren't exactly sure what that something is, but a new study has helped close in on the mystery. If humans tried to lie dormant for as long as a black bear, our muscles would begin wasting away from the sheer lack of physical activity. I mean, I try. But I... (laughs) I don't know about you, but I've tried just like going in my bed for like... Six months. I would love to be dormant straight. for six months straight. Yeah, I mean, you know how refreshed you would feel when you woke up from that sleep? Like, uh, mm. where do I get some of this bear blood? <laughs> <laughs> well, these researchers got some. I don't know how they got it, uh, but they, I'm going to tell you what they did. You're going to be like, there's a way to obtain bear blood. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, so so that's what happens with humans, but you know, when a bear emerges from a den after hibernate, hibernating, it has um a lean and strong body. So even though they lose a lot of fat, their muscles are still mm. preserved essentially after oh, hibernation. That, that so Sounds ideal. Yeah. I, no, wait, this is sounding better where, and better. Where do I sign up? <laughs> um So, yeah, and so their muscle mass is maintained despite little to no movement because this article was like, they don't even like move at all. Like they don't even like go to the bathroom while they're hibernating, which I didn't need, but I guess I, I don't know. They just don't do anything. Like their whole body like shuts down. I don't want to think too hard about how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but their, their whole body sh- shuts down basically. Okay. Um, but so for years, scientists have been trying to figure out how this aspect of hibernation works. Like how do their muscles like maintain themselves like, like that. Um, and a new study has added to evidence that something in bear blood is the key. As part of this recent study, researchers in Japan took a serum of blood from seven hibernating bears and added it directly to tissue cultures made of human skeletal muscle cells. Hmm. They noticed a boost to the cell's protein content within 24 hours. So it was immediately doing something just to Just by protein. applying the blood to Yes, them? just by putting the blood on the cell. Um, And at the same time, there was a decrease in the production of a uh, regulatory protein that plays a critical role in the shedding of unused muscles. So like the protein, a protein that's known to contribute to muscular degeneration when it's not used, like got like dramatically decreased that Mm. they were able to measure that. Okay. 
These changes were only seen when hibernating blood was added. When blood was taken from active black bears in the summertime, that serum did not stop the natural process of protein degradation in the human cells. So, like, it's something that the bears are producing when they hibernate that's in their bloodstream. This is a quote from one of the authors. We have indicated that some factor present in hibernating bear serum may regulate protein metabolism in cultured human skeletal muscle cells and contribute to the maintenance of muscle mass. It's basically what I just said. Um, and uh, similar studies apparently have been done before with black bear serum, um, but still none of these have managed to pinpoint the exact factor that's driving this effect. Um, and they mentioned that like possible, like if they were to discover what actually does this, then there's potential to like harness that and create therapies for people that are at risk of uh, muscular degradation for whatever reason. Mm, Yeah. So yeah, but that's really cool. Okay. So I just need to find a hibernating bear and just like hook myself up to it (laughs) and just, and also sleep and just sleep next next to to the bear. Yeah. Which will be fine because it's sleeping. Yeah. Like it won't wake up. No. At least not, like, soon. No. And then, like, when it gets up, I know I need to get up and get out of there really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or just, like, you know, just set an alarm for, like, just before you think the bear will wake up. And then um, get out of there. Uh Because bears are dangerous. So we don't want to put too much risk in the situation. And it could be bad that I I was feeling its blood and also that it will probably be hungry because it just hibernated. (laughs) It will be hungry when it wakes up, yeah. Yeah. But also, there won't be much fat on my bones, so yeah, I won't be that I won't be that you appealing. You won't be that appealing. <laughs> <laughs> my story this week is animal news. <laughs> this is from boingboing.net. Nice. Though really it's it's mostly from the Home Depot website because they essentially just took a bunch of stuff from that website and made an article out of it. Um, but anyway, the headline is reviews are in for home Depot's giant crab statue. What? Um, and before we go any further, I'm going to show you a picture of the crab statue. Okay. This is the crab statue. What? Oh, it's like flat. Yeah. It's, it's flat and wide. It's um, it supposed to be like a, can you sit on it? I guess. More on that later. Okay, I'll let Um, you read your story. So, this article is also just weird. Uh, Just in case you don't already have enough crabs in your garden, what? What? (laughs) Uh, Home Depot is now selling a six foot wide. So that that thing you saw was six feet wide uh, and fifteen point five inches tall, and it's a king crab statue. Again, this article, you can finally fulfill your most crustacean home decor dreams for just. <laughs> crustacean isn't an adjective, right? Like, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, for just uh, $1,539. That's very expensive. It's extremely expensive for a, a large crab statue. Um, there's also a three foot wide version for $427. I don't know how that math That's works. That's still. Expensive. Exactly, but still a little bit more than I'm willing to spend for a giant crab. Anyway, uh, the official product description. We provide everything but the butter. What? Our, <laughs> our exclusive larger-than-life colossal crustacean giant king crab statue is a perfect visual delicacy near a pond, bar, or pool, complete with pinchers, claws, and nested legs. 
I don't know what that means. This <laughs> Titanic crab sculpture boasts a six-foot width, uh, easily spotted in deep seas or in your party room. What? Party room? I'm sorry. What is your... <laughs> I can't breathe. Our... I'm so hard. Our humongous replica king crab statue is cast in quality designer resin, uh, reinforced for supreme strength with fiberglass and hand-painted with powerfully convincing color and texture to be as faithful as possible to the form of its ancient species. Who is the audience that they're writing this for? I don't (laughs) know. I have to assume eccentric millionaires? Billionaires, maybe? Maybe. Um... Our exclusive display quality colossal crustacean king crab sculpture transforms any home, garden, restaurant, or hotel into something truly magnificent. Another breathtaking deep sea statue from Toscano. (laughs) They have so many different weird statues, too. Like, I went to the website after reading this article. They have, like, like life size, not life size, but, like, giant dinosaur statues um they had a couple variations on the crab which one of which i will get to like i don't know what this company's deal is or who their market but they've got so okay they've got it there's got to be somebody they mentioned restaurants right at the end there which sure I'm, like i'm thinking like okay take I this to that. a joe's crab like, shack like fine tape the, tape it to <laughs> I, just hang it from the ceiling or something i assume weird. most I of joe's crab shack's decorations are like taped or stapled to the wall i <laughs> i don't know i don't think i've ever been to a joe's crab shack it's, is that a real place it is a real <laughs> yeah no it i don't Maybe it's not still around, but it's it's like an Outback Steakhouse situation. Oh, it's okay. a chain. Um, or was. I don't actually know. I don't know of any near us anymore, so maybe okay. they're all gone. But maybe because they didn't have the statue. Um, so I also, they had a, they listed a few reviews on the Home Depot website, which as you can probably imagine are fantastic. Um, I wanted to share a few of the ones that aren't weirdly sexual. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So uh, this two-star rating says, no butter. Warning, does not come with butter. You must purchase your own separate vat of butter. <laughs> but to be fair, they did mention that in the product description, so I do feel yeah. like that is on them. Yep. Um, three stars. Warning, uh, do not, I repeat, do not place any body parts between the claws and then apply pressure. No matter how much Vaseline is applied beforehand, there should really be a warning label about this problem. Maybe that one falls into the category of ones <laughs> I should have left out. But um, That one's borderline. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, one star, please do not buy. Do not buy this. Do not try to open the shell for the love of God. And then it's cut off. So, <laughs> and this was that was in all caps as well. Um, and then five stars, a serious review, their own title. Uh, I'm going to get right to the point. This is a good product. I needed a large fiberglass crab. I can't discuss why for legal reasons. And this is exactly what I needed. The details on the crab are spot on. I studied marine biology at summer camp. And I think it goes without saying, it looks like the real deal. It also travels well. I had to take it to an appointment. I can't discuss why for legal reasons. And it made all the difference. I could say so much more about this item, but I have to end it here. And I can't discuss why for legal reasons uh, by saying, buy this crap. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. That was good. Um, and good there one. were so many excellent reviews. Um, 
And yeah, I just wanted to end this by pointing out, like when I went to the Home Depot website, it turns out the same company also sells a 28-inch high giant red king crab sculptural chair for $985. And I have a picture that may be one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen in my life. Oh my goodness. And it is this woman sitting in this chair. Okay, the, the the person in the chair. <laughs> have you he ever seen a more up on on uh, her face? Her have face. you ever seen a more? I don't want to be here. <laughs> look, look at this. I love chair. How, it's th- this awful. person. She's like so, just like casually dressed. She's just, just like, yep, yeah, I'm just a person. I'm just, just hanging out in this. Just hanging out in a this sculptural chair. This sculptural sculptural crab chair. The face of the crab is on the back of the chair, which you can't see in this photo. But I yeah. thought this was this photo. If I was going to share one, it must be this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the Home Depot giant wow. crab statue and also other statues that they had. I, I don't know. I didn't know that they had a selection of they obscure, do. eccentric statues. Uh, they had like a triceratops. Something. They had like a skeletal T-Rex. Like a, Oh, like, a, like the skeleton of mm-hmm. the T-Rex? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. An elephant, a giraffe, mm. any kind of high quality resin statue you could ever dream of look no further than uh design toscano on the <laughs> home depot website <laughs> all right it's time for breaking news the part of the show where anthony and i look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today and we read them to you on the fly bear blood <laughs> ready set go, go! Okay, this is actually another uh, story from ScienceAlert.com that was just posted today. And the headline is, Scientists have calculated the probability of falling space junk killing somebody. (laughs) And it's pretty low. Oh, good. It's low. It's not, like, high. I just wanted to... (laughs) I just thought people might want to know what the probability is. They can't say in the headline they calculated it and it's low because then people know what you would read it. Yeah, they so... Have, they have to leave you wanting more. The, I mean, the article's kind of worth a read because it's actually, like, if you're, like, there's all this debris that's in, like, orbiting around the Earth now, and it's like, could it come to Earth? Because I guess, like, we were just talking about this outside of the recording, but there's, like, the Chinese did something and something's coming back to Earth. Yeah, there's some kind of Chinese rocket piece that is coming back to Earth, I think... Let's see. I think it's supposed to fall the day after we release this episode, so we'll see. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go into all the details of this whole thing. There's just one statement that I just wanted to share with everyone. Um, according to these scientists that did this like analysis, there's a 10% chance of one or more people being hit with space debris over the next decade. So there's only, there's a ten percent chance that like any one or one two people in ten years will be hit. In ten years, a person. There's a ten percent chance that a person on Earth will be hit with space debris. Interesting. That's honestly higher than I thought it was going to be. Though I think like the fact that it's over ten years probably it makes it 
much much less than like it sounds like i guess but like it's it's, it's pretty still, low considering how many people are like on like, earth yeah but there's <laughs> like a 10 percent chance not, still that somebody's gonna get hit yeah the the in a in a decade right. which like that's still a person getting hit by space yeah, that's still it's still not great it's still not great but, yeah but it's like pretty low yeah i think that their point was like okay it's not zero risk <laughs> but it's not something that like people need to be like actively worried about yeah because other yeah no i mean the thing that saves us is that like 70 percent of the earth is water so like yeah the chances of it even hitting land much less a person is like exactly pretty low yeah i mean even remember when somebody a meteor came and this wasn't even space debris that was just space 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 <laughs> <laughs> It came in their house and it, it like, like landed on their pillow. Landed on the pillow like next to them. Mm-hmm. That's very, very unlikely. Yeah, and that didn't even they didn't get hurt. I just said technically. Like, I just I don't know. I I think this is a very, very, very low chance. Yeah. And I think the point is like yes, it's not zero, but it's really low. It's really low. The average person does not need to be worried about being hit by space. Stuff. Well, that's good. I have other things to worry about. Yeah, me too. Like, where to get some um, bear blood? Yeah, can we get bear blood around here? <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> got bears. Yeah, they come around sometimes. Not in our neighborhood, not in our but neighborhood. in the state. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're not going to get hit with basic debris. You are not, not going to be hit. Not with that attitude. And I'm not either. That's what we have to take away from this. I would love to be nearly hit by space debris, though. How cool would that be? Kind of would be cool, right? (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't really want to deal with like if it broke something of mine, like my home. No, I want to be out on a walk and nearly get hit by space debris. That's my dream. You want to be? (laughs) (laughs) You want to be out on a walk and like see a meteor hit in front of you? Yeah, hit the earth. Yeah, exactly. But like, it doesn't hit anyone. Not not even a meteor. Just space junk is fine too. Out to anything, anything fun, like a piece of metal or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. What if like a piece of metal just fell out of the sky, like in front of you, and then you went up and looked at it, and it said like International Space Station on it or something? <laughs> How cool would that be? The entire name of the thing in legible letters, <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like the chances of that are even are, are quite low. <laughs> I know. But Does it even cool. say International Space Station on um, the International Space Station? Uh, it has to somewhere, right? Is it shedding parts? Because that's probably a that's the part problem. that I don't I don't think is true. I don't think the internet. I don't think it's shedding metal parts. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on up there. All right. Um, I found this on Gizmodo. Scientists are using dead spiders as horrifying claw grabbers. What? So, you know how, like, when a spider dies, its legs curl up? Yeah. Well, they're, like, they're injecting the spider, like, they, I don't want to show you this picture because I think it'll really gross you out, but, like, they, they, like, have a dead spider on the end of a syringe, and they use the syringe to inject it with air, and that causes its, like, legs to go out and then they like can use it to pick up tiny objects by like putting it on that and then like removing the air and then like moving it so they're like using the spider as a grabber of like really tiny stuff 
I, Why would they do this? Uh, so there was oh. so the person who like did this. They were wondering, they like saw a dead spider in the corner of the room and they were wondering why its legs were curled up. Um, and they extend their legs using hydraulic pressure, which comes from fluid pumped into their legs from a central cavity. Um, so when they die, their legs permanently retract. So they've actually got like a hydraulic system <laughs> inside of them that's Whoa. like how their legs move, which I didn't know. I didn't know and that that's, either. So that's kind of cool. So they were wondering if they could hack that process by injecting air into a dead spider's legs to force them open, and they found that they could do that. Um, so uh, they said spiders actually only have flexing muscles, um, meaning that they can pull their legs in, but they don't actually have muscles to extend them. And so the way that they extend them is by using this hydraulic pressure. Hmm. So I didn't, kinda, I'm yeah. learning a lot about the spider that's legs. That's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I knew that. But yeah, so it sends fluid out into the legs um, by like opening and closing valves in its anatomy, like to control each leg. Like it's oh. so it like is, I mean, it's obviously sub, sub, bleh, subconsciously like sending the fluid yeah. out and stuff, but like that's how they Whoa. actually walk. Um, so they wanted to see if they could mimic that with air, and it turns out that they could. Um, so they're like, the article's like, why? <laughs> Why do that? Um, but they're interested in using them for things like sample collection. Um, and they would be good for collecting like fragile samples or even other bugs because they're like very gentle. Like obviously it's just like a spider, so it's not like going to crush anything, but it can like hold it because it's got like that barbs. Well, it's, it's just like it has enough grip strength to pick something up, but it isn't like going to destroy anything. Um, and they said that it, they, they found that a spider could last upwards of 1000 open and close cycles and could be used to lift 130% of its own body weight. But yeah. Wait, they want to use, okay. They want to use this <laughs> to pick up small things. Yeah. In, I don't. Should I show you the animation of it? I'll look at it. That's it, it's pretty. Okay. It's kind of gross, but I think I'm a little bit it, afraid. It but... helps illustrate what they're doing. Oh. Now you understand the faces I was making when I first saw it. Oh, isn't it gross? Oh, that is gross. But it's really effective. I'm like, I can't stop staring at it because it's like. It's kind of mesmerizing in a way, but it's like. How is that working? But at the same time, like, just the image of it, I can't, the spider, oh, when it like sticks the legs out, it's like, oh. It's very, well, it looks like it's like come back to life. Yeah. Like is jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very, it's very creepy. Like I, I don't have nearly as much of a problem with spiders as you do. Um, but nearly you have an actual fear uh, or it's like, bad. But like even I'm looking at that, like that is really upsetting. To look at. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting, like biomechanical, like, yeah, definitely thinking out of the box. Use, yeah. Like I definitely would not have thought of this myself. And same. Um, I think that says uh, a lot about me as a person and a lot about them as people. <laughs> 
And I'll leave it at that. I, st- I still want to know more, like, very specific, like, oh, in this exact project, we would want to use something like this because th- we have no other tools available yeah, to us we have, we to can't... pick up and move small things. Like, yeah. You can't use, like, a tweezers. That's a, it's an excellent question, Alex. <laughs> Why you can't use something like that? I, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, uh, I mean, we know this is possible. For some reason, well, well, I liked learning about the hydraulic system. In yeah, I did not That's know cool. about that at all. The fact that I've it's like actually like a hydraulic system with like valves and stuff, like actually opening and closing. To yeah, move I've their never legs. heard that. That's, That's super so cool. cool. I wonder if like different types of spiders have different like. Um, ways of moving their legs or right like, like i wonder universal. if like tarantulas have like actual muscles because they have more body mass to deal with yeah I, I'm not i could sure. see that but i don't know maybe it's all spiders or hydraulic i want to know <laughs> <laughs> hydraulic spiders just picturing them like a car with hydraulics like bouncing up and down on the road <laughs> but with all their legs all right that's our show thanks for listening everybody we post episodes every friday and as always the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description you can subscribe to knickknack news on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts and we haven't said it in like probably a year but uh rate and review uh if you if you listen yes. and you like what you hear, even if you didn't, rate us five stars and give us a nice review because it really helps and we love to read them. So. We really like to read the reviews um, when they're left. And yeah. it's been a while since we've got we haven't, one. Yeah, we haven't got one in a long time. We haven't asked in a while. Yeah, either, we haven't so asked. That, maybe that's on us. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash news, on Twitter at at news, and on Instagram at news. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.